0: It feels so good right now. It feels
1: so good right now. Yeah, yeah. It feels so good right now. Don't ever 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 want to calm down. no, no. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. If you have a toddler, chances are you've experienced what's known as the terrible twos. A total meltdown that can include yelling, screaming, hitting, kicking, running away, or running around the ground. So why do kids have tantrums? And what should we do if your child has a, a, a basically a tantrum in public?
2: So you have to remember that tantrums is really a normal part of development. These kids are trying to express themselves in... The only way that they know how. So they could be tired, they could be hungry, they could mm-hmm. be overexhausted, they may have skipped a nap that day. Mm-hmm. Or even the arrival of a brand new sibling could really throw these kids into
0: a fuss. Yeah, it's all about I agree. their inability to communicate. Right. And so, we as parents, part of it is trying to read the signs that they're giving us, figuring out what we can do to help mitigate the situation, um, helping them to communicate.
1: I mean, you, you were touching earlier on the fact that your kids never had a tantrum, but now that yes. you're pregnant. Yes, my
3: son never had a tantrum. I never had to deal with it. We didn't have terrible twos. I mean, thank God I didn't have to deal with it. But now that I'm <laughs> expecting my next son in the next couple of weeks, I'm starting to see that outburst. I'm starting to see him throw tantrums. And it's not because he's jealous, so it's not the jealousy, or Phil, even he has to share mom he's super excited for the baby it's just he's not he doesn't know how to deal with that that feeling you know it's he gonna ha- change. change change exactly anxiety. change um, anxiety he doesn't know how how his life is gonna change you right. he were his whole and, you know? life
1: he was the, the, the right. you know he's the for four, four <laughs> years a baby. Yeah. For a long yeah. time.
3: so that's something too and he can express himself he can tell me mommy I love my baby brother I'm so excited but still he's experiencing things that he doesn't know
1: yet Big feelings, They're very yeah, yes. big,
2: deep feelings that he's mm-hmm. trying to express. And right. so having those tantrums mm-hmm. is just one part of expressing himself.
1: Yes. Yeah, for me personally, with I have two kids. I have a one and a half year old and my daughter is going to be four in June. And really, she is a handful. She's a lot like me. She looks like her dad, but she looks like mm-hmm. me. And she has been throwing tantrums since she was possibly 10 months. And I think mm-hmm. what what the problem is, is that children are always going to try and manipulate their parents to get mm-hmm. what they want. And we failed. <laughs> I failed miserably. My husband failed miserably in that sense because she knew that daddy was going to give her everything. And still, to this date, he gives her everything. I'm like, you are not disciplining her. We're going to have a lot of trouble with this. You, She's driving me crazy. So lately, I've been trying a different method with her tantrums. And she's a little bit older now, but she understands. Um, I'm not screaming at her anymore. And it's starting to be a good thing because... Um, When you don't scream at them, they're not going to react back. And then before I used to scream, I used to get upset and she would react back. Now she's like waiting for my reaction. (laughs) She's like, I'm going to wait for mom to put me on timeout. She puts herself on timeout now. (laughs) So, you know, you're going to find your niche. You're going to find what works for you. Um, Every mom is different. We all come from different backgrounds. We all come from different cultures. We all tend to deal with it differently. We just need to find what works for us.
0: But I think also what you touched on was really interesting about how, um, like, the communication and getting up to par. And and I think a lot of times when people, parents, especially new parents who are having their first child, they feel like they're failing. My child's throwing a tantrum. People are staring at me. What am I doing wrong? I don't know how to... We have this false sense of what it is to have a little that can't really talk. And we're so disconnected just as a society that we forget that we actually just really need to read the signs that are being sent our way. Yeah. And they, they're telling us what they need, but sometimes we just need to take a breath mm-hmm. and look. And then sometimes that's just not possible. And that's okay, too. Sometimes yes. we have life coming at us, but nothing's bad. You're not a bad parent for no, it. Nikki, what <laughs> about Nikki? You, Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well,
4: I think also that kids feed off your energy as well. Yes. I've seen I have seen a lot of that, and like I said before, I I don't really didn't have the experience with 2 tantrums because I try to catch it before it even start started, mm. and I kind of read them and kind of see how they're feeling like if they're looking like kind of sad or not their playful self or you know just something's not right about it. I kind of look at that. I'm like, okay, something's not right about my kid. What's going on? And then again, if I'm in a having a bad day, they may feed off of me, and mm-hmm. it's just like if I'm upset they may be upset as well. So again, their communication that they're trying to give us, mm-hmm. like, what's wrong with my mommy or my daddy? Mm-hmm. I don't know where to act up or to be quiet or what, but they take right. it that way of trying to communicate as well with mm-hmm. us parents, so we gotta look at it on both sides. Our energy as well as theirs. Yeah, attitude is everything. Attitude is so important when you're dealing with toddlers. And
0: Some kids never have terrible tantrums, and then other children have tantrums that seem to last forever. And just like every child, every tantrum's different, every developmental situation is different. Some kids will have tantrums at the age of one to three. Some kids might not have them till four. My son didn't have them until he was four and a half. <laughs> so now that he's almost five, we're kind of in the thick of it.
1: <laughs> I mean, really, they call it the terrible twos, but everybody can relate. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not the terrible twos. No. For me, it was the one, the twos, the threes, and probably going <laughs> to go on to the four. Yeah, Every kid's going to be different. Yes. They all have different personalities. So where somebody who's an introvert might not have a tantrum as much as an extrovert, and that's where the difference is. So I don't think we should call it terrible twos anymore because it can happen to any, any, any kid time. at any age, even as a teenager. Yes. I also don't think we should call it terrible. I mean, there's yeah. a bunch of, there's the yeah. terrible twos, the 3
0: majors, there's a for when I can't say on this show. (laughs) But I think that
3: we're labeling it as a bad thing. And it's just part of child
0: development.
3: Well, I think too, like as moms, we've learned to identify some things that might trigger it. So I know for my Mm -hmm. son, you know, if I don't want him to flip out at baseball practice, make sure he has a nap before we go. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, if we're going to go somewhere big to make sure he sleeps and he's not hungry and he has what he needs, just to avoid that. You know, so that we don't have to have that tantrum. Possibly try to
4: prevent Catch it, it before it starts. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: yeah so
0: don't yes. go to the grocery store when they're supposed to be having their nap. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah, naps are important, at least in my in my household, <laughs> where they're hungry. Yeah,
3: when oh.
0: they're hungry. When they're
1: hungry or when they're tired or when they need, to, you know. Yeah. I think hungry, hungry and tired is like the, the worst. Uh-huh. Just avoid the tantrums yes. by just either feeding them or keep <laughs> putting them down right. for a nap. Yes.
2: But I think it is also so very smart to know when your child is going to have a tantrum mm-hmm. or what causes that tantrum. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, if you know that your child needs to sleep before or have a nap before mm-hmm. baseball practice, mm-hmm. it's so important, especially as a new mom, because we're treading new waters. Mm-hmm. That We never know like what the trigger's going to be. Mm-hmm. So finding those niches and really learning as they learn is going to be really important to kind of, you know, settle your own anxiety as a mom, mm-hmm. but not only that, can help control your own emotions to help
0: them through their emotions, so that's right. a really smart thing to know. I agree, and I think one of the really great ways to do that is to talk to them and to communicate, and even when their babies communicate, oh yeah, we're getting in the car seat now, mm-hmm. we're going to the mm-hmm. store, this is what we're gonna do, yes. and you make a habit of that, and of course the conversation can get more complicated as mm-hmm. their communication develops. But they know what to expect. I find if my son understands what's going to happen, mm-hmm. he's great. Mm-hmm. If there's like a wrench thrown in the situation, especially if it's something he's looking forward to, mm-hmm. that's where we're going to have a problem, especially if he's tired or if it's like a big event. Those are like overstimulation's a real thing. Yeah.
2: So like my, my son right now, he's beginning to be really picky at his baby food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like he is having those tantrums. When, when he's eating, he'll like throw his spoon or he'll throw his fork or he'll throw his baby food. But having that communication with him, saying, like, oh, no like, no want, those very simple short mm-hmm. sentences, that's already prompting mm-hmm. your child to mm-hmm. communicate and then showing him yes and no. Like my son already learned no. He learned no really quickly. <laughs> but teaching <laughs> him yes ever. was a lot day. harder <laughs> than teaching him no. So mm-hmm. if he doesn't like a food, I'll just say no, and he knows no, so he'll say no. And then I'll offer him a different food, and then I'll say yes, and he tries it, he says yes. Then I'm also teaching language
0: as I'm trying to teach him how to control his emotions and communicate. You're also listening to him, which I think is really important. I think a lot of times we forget Mm -hmm. to stop and listen, Mm -hmm. and I think that really helps. So good job, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> good job.
4: Of Tantrums often happen in public that can be so embarrassing at times, especially when people stop and stare and have their sarcastic comments as you're not trying to take a look and see what your kid is doing and how the tantrum is going, just to avoid attention and more attention brought to you. So how would you guys cope with that in public as when one, your kid is getting ready to have a tantrum? I mean, for me personally, I
1: learned the hard way. I... Um, In the beginning, it was really, 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 like for me, I would have major anxiety when she was going crazy. My son still, he's not throwing a tantrum, but she had really bad ones. Mm -hmm. Um, The last one that we had was in Disneyland, and we were in the middle of the line. She was waiting now for 15 minutes. She has no patience, and neither do I. So that, you know, that in itself is bad when I don't have patience and she doesn't have patience, Mm -hmm. so she's sitting and she, I said, listen, If you continue to cry, we are going to leave the line and you're not going to meet with the princesses Mm -hmm. and the the kings and the whatever. She's like, but mommy, I need to see Ariel. I was like, okay, dramatic. Sit down, relax. So give them something, offer them something Mm -hmm. in an incentive to shut up and be quiet. (laughs) that's what I do. Well, with
2: that too comes consistency. So you're going to want to do whatever the technique is. You're going to want to be very consistent with right. those rewards, making sure that you give them the incentive every single time. That way you have predictability. It gives them structure. And then this way, those tantrums can become minimized. And then, you know, you don't have to deal with the in the park or at the mall or whatever
0: tantrum is going on. Part of what you were talking about though is being in public too, right? So we're in the situation where our child's on the ground, the legs are up in the air, everybody's looking at us, like, oh, how dare you. Don't worry about other people. Yeah. The (laughs) only person that really matters in the situation is your child and you. You're the only people Mm -hmm. that matter.
1: Nowadays mom shaming is huge. Yeah. It's gonna continue to happen. And what we need to what we're here for is basically as an informational purposes. We all come from different backgrounds. Mm We all different cultures, and we need to be able to respect everyone's teachings. Mm -hmm. I do not teach my kids the same things that these moms here sitting with me, but we respect each other. And that's what we're lacking in this world. We're lacking respect for moms. And some women and men, they're not parents yet, so they're not going to understand. So staring at somebody and looking at their kid, have you know what? Even before I didn't have children, I would go and see if I can help the kid. Coming, A stranger coming up to them and be like, hey, you want this? They're like, whoa, tantrum ended.
4: They're mm-hmm. like, who's this stranger?
1: Mm-hmm. I still do it. Like if I see somebody having a hard time, I kind of ask, I look at the mom, you know, can I approach your, 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 your kid? And they're kind of like, okay, try. And I do, I offer them a, a lollipop. You know, I used to work in a dental office and that's what I used to do. We had tantrum kids that needed to go and check their teeth. So I would snap them out of what they're thinking and give them something else to think about. Which is called so, a redirect, Yes. which is a but very good redirect.
3: that goes into what we were talking about earlier, though, you saying that we all have different ways. Mm-hmm. So sometimes tantrums require discipline. Yeah. So is there a right way or a wrong way to discipline a child having a tantrum? I know we talked, and yeah. we said we sp- has, we've spanked our kids. Yeah. Okay, that's what we do. We talked, and you don't believe in that. So where do we go from there?
0: Well, I don't think where we go from there because I think each per- parent needs to find what works for them and what's right. legal. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, has of has right now. Yes. Um,
1: yeah. I, I, I think, think the thing is open hand spanking. Yeah. Right? We're not beating <laughs> our kid. But
4: yeah. <laughs>
1: open well, hand. No, I'm not oh. saying
0: spanking's illegal, but I'm saying that some parents may go too far with them. Some things, yes. while other parents yes. may let their children walk all over them. So um, for me personally, what happens with, helps with my child is breathing. My child will be all in a flutter, and I will get down to him, and I'll hold, put my arm around him. I said, okay, now we count. Three, two, one. He's also older. So with an older child, counting is really helping. I personally don't like to give him whatever he's asking for because I find that he will never stop asking me for things. <laughs> so, That's delayed gratification. Yeah. So... I think timeouts work from, I think this is another thing, what works for your child, timeout. Yeah. My kid has FOMO. He wants to be involved in everything. So removing him from the situation that he wants to be in was a really good discipline. Um, I have a friend who every time her daughter would just not listen to what she said, she'd take that child and they would go home. Didn't matter
1: if they were in the middle of a bite. Take the I child, go home. I just recently started doing that at birthday parties. That's yeah. a good it's method worked. as well. I've done it twice yes. and it hurts me because, doesn't hurt me sometimes I want to leave the party (laughs) so it works out um but sometimes it hurts me because I I don't get time to myself um so if I have like all the kids playing in the playroom Mm -hmm. I can have you know a drink with my girlfriend but she'll come crying she's she's very bratty and she cries for everything she's super dramatic so I'm like okay we're going Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. next time she'll know she'll know and it works because I did it twice already and the third time she kind of just
2: that kind of really goes back to being consistent. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you decide to spank and if that's your method and if that happens to work for that child, mm-hmm. then be consistent. Have the same consequence. And then that way it becomes, mm-hmm. again, predictable. Mm-hmm. And then it can minimize the outcome of tantruming. But if you don't do spanking and you decide to, like, take away their favorite toy or you decide to do a timeout, you've got to be consistent. Do it every single time, yes. every single like the steps you take. And if you do a countdown from the mm-hmm. time, say you're on timeout, um, like for me, I've, d- I've put my son on timeout and I'll sit with him. I'd, when I grew up, my parents did spanking. That was their method. And it didn't necessarily work for me. It worked for my brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. but it mm-hmm. didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. And it That's really resonated with me. And as a parent, I really hate spanking. That is the worst
4: for me. Yeah, I think I, silence is a good discipline. Like, I've, my parent was a silent person. My mom, when she got quiet, we know. everything run. Is <laughs> stop. Don't nobody need to say nothing. Oh. Don't even look at her. and Just go to your room. You might get dinner, but don't say nothing to her right now. Right. And that's how I grew up on because my mom wasn't a big spanker either. Neither was my dad. She didn't even let my dad discipline us. You know, it was always her and when she gave us that silent look, we knew like, okay, we, we, we gonna be quiet. And so I use that method for my, I use that method for my kids, not even as I t- have teens now. Like, I have a teenage daughter and we all, well, you guys don't know yet, but <laughs> people out there who have teenage daughters, you guys know what I'm talking about. You gotta give that look like, it's a moment now, you no need to say nothing else to me. Zip it, you know? And they respect that because they feel like they've, they've taken you to that level and you become silent, and we're gonna deal with this when we get home. So they don't want to deal with that when you get home. So that's been, my method has always seemed to work for me. And it's not that I'm being mean, I'm just being quiet. So we won't both be embarrassed in public. I'm just being quiet. So So we can agree, so we can agree.
3: Timeouts work, right? Mm -hmm. Penalties, so leaving birthday parties, Mm -hmm. being silent, maybe finding ways to praise them. So even though Mm -hmm. you discipline your children, you make sure that they know you love them. Um, and just being consistent across the board so they know and set them up for success
1: as we discussed earlier today terrible twos don't just happen at the age of two they can happen at any age between one and all the way until they're teenagers right so the important thing is that we know how to understand what the child's needs are and move forward with them and as individuals we need to learn how to respect other parents who are trying to discipline their child in public so See you guys next week for another episode of Mom and Talks.